Yeah, it's me. Uncle Jay. Go grab a cup and come in and have a cup of coffee with Uncle Jay. Hey, nieces and nephews. Uncle Jay here. So my purpose is to come before you and to encourage you. And I want us to walk in that dominion, in that power. Hey, niece and nephews, Uncle Jay here. JayOnline.store, where you find the best in Christian motivation apparel. I'd like to welcome you to my channel, where we help you to walk in victory, power, and live your life on purpose. I'd like to welcome you to this episode of Coffee with Uncle Jay. Go grab a cup, come in. Let's have a discussion. I look around. <clears throat> I see everything that's going on. And I see the long food lines, people who are without work, people dying every day. You know, here in the United States, we have 3,000 people dying every day. The pandemic is growing each day. More people are dying and more people are being affected. Schools are closed. Holidays are canceled. <laughs> we look around, you know, everything just looks hopeless. It looks destitute. It looks like, you know, things are not gonna change. So I want to come and encourage you. Just let you know that God sees your pain, that Jesus sees you. He sees what you're going through. He's never left you. He said he would never leave you nor forsake you. He said he will be right there with you until the end. And the Bible says that no temptation has overtaken us, but such is common to man, but God is faithful. And that's what I want you to understand today. No matter what you're going through, God is faithful and God is in control. It may not seem like, you know, you know, the Bible says the devil walks around roaring like a lion. You know, all the things that are going on, it seems like he's in control, like he's lying. But it says that he roars like a lion. But I want you to know that the lion from the tribe of Judah, he is king of kings. He is lords of lords. Jesus is greater than the devil, the enemy. So I want you to put your trust in him. You know, I'm reminded of when Job was going through his situation, his suffering. Job, he was a wealthy man. He had 10 children. He had servants and livestock. He lost everything in one day. His wife even turned on him and told him to curse God and die. His friends came to him. And the Bible says that they had heard about Job's hardship and they made an appointment to come to him and comfort him. And the Bible says that when they looked on him from afar off, they couldn't recognize him. And that's what a lot of us do today. Many people are suffering and going through whatever they're going through. We see them from afar off and we don't recognize them. Maybe you have those people in your life you're going through whatever you're going through and they can't recognize you. They can't see what you're going through or they put their head down like an ostrich in the sand and they try to ignore what you're going through. But I want you to understand today that Jesus sees what you're going through.
This shirt that I got from was a gift to me from my dad who has one line video I did it, was, it said Jesus cares about you and this is why I want you to understand that no matter what you're going through no matter the situation that you're in Jesus is concerned about you the Bible says cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you Jesus loves you so much that he came and he died for you, but he's also concerned about your everyday problems. The Bible says he gives us our daily bread. So he's concerned about everything that you go through in your life. You know, in many instances, we see in the Bible where it says that Jesus looked on the multitude and he knew their thoughts. He saw the man laying at the sheep gate and he saw that he was laying there a long, a long time. Jesus looked at the multitude. He was moved with compassion, seeing that they were like sheep having no shepherd. So Jesus looks at your problem. He can see your situation. He can see what you're going through. And he's moved with compassion. He has compassion on your situation. So no matter how dark your problem may seem, maybe you're at the point of giving up, but I want you to hold on to Jesus Christ. The Bible talks about how a woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years, she tried everything. She tried the doctors, she tried the medicines, she tried everything. But she decided within herself, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made whole. I, maybe you have tried everything. Maybe you have lost everything like Job. And you're, you're turning to your friends and family and, and loved ones. And many have turned their back on you. But I want you to be like this woman. Decide within yourself. That if I could just touch the hem of Jesus' garment. If I could just get in touch with Jesus Christ. I know I will be made whole. My God shall supply every need. You can trust in Jesus Christ. There's no problem. There's no situation that Jesus can't fix. Jesus will meet you wherever you are like he met the Samaritan woman at the well. He asked her for a drink. She said, you don't have anything to dip with. And Jesus said to her, if you had asked me for a drink, I would have given you the living water to drink. She said Jesus didn't have anything to dip in the well with. But your well, no matter how deep your well is, no matter how long you've been going through, whatever you're going through, Jesus can still reach you. He's concerned about you. He sees you. The Bible says, uh, darkness is as noonday to Jesus. God sees you wherever you are. Doesn't matter if you're in a lion's den. No, doesn't matter if you're in the storms of your life. Doesn't matter where you are. Jesus is concerned about you. He said, come on to me, all you that labor in the heavy laden. And he will give you rest. God wants to give you rest today. 
Just cast all your cares upon him. I know it's hard. I know sometimes we're we're looking around. Some don't know how they're going to pay their rent, how they're going to eat, how they're going to take care of their children. But I want you to trust in Jesus Christ. I want you to put your trust in God. He is faithful. He who has called you, he is faithful. He will do it. No temptation is overtaking, but such is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not put no more more on you than you're able to bear. But with every temptation, he makes a way of escape that you may bear. And the Bible says one word, faithless, God remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. So I want you to trust in the word of God. The Bible says all the promises of God in him are yes and amen. By two immutable things, it is impossible for God to lie. So you can trust in Jesus Christ. The Bible says they that trust in him, he would not put them to shame. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to them that believe. But as we look around and, you know, like Joe friends, they didn't recognize what he was going through. As we look around, make sure we recognize what our neighbor and our friends and our enemies are going through. The Bible says, how can we say we love God who we have not seen? And we can love our brothers who we see every day. Jesus, when he said to those who to, to depart from me, I never knew you workers of, of lawlessness. He said, when you saw me in need, you didn't tend to me. And they said, when did we see you in need? He said, when you have done to the least of these, you have done to me. So when you feed the poor, when you give shelter to the homeless, when you visit those who are sick and those who are in prison, spiritually and physically, you have done it to Jesus Christ. This is how men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So we, we, we want to look for the evidence and the fruits of the spirit. And some want to look at speaking in tongues, prophesying and all these things. But the real true evidence of the Holy Spirit is love. That's why Paul said, even if I have the ability to understand all mysteries and prophesy. If I give my body to be burned, if I give my gifts to feed the poor and I don't have love, it profits me nothing because God is love. Many of us are only concerned about ourselves, but the Bible says that Jesus will consider the things of others more than himself. And the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. So if you are in Christ, you're supposed to be concerned about others. The Bible says that strong should bear the infirmities of the weak. You know, when God sent manna to the children of Israel, they went and gathered enough manna for that day. The Bible says those who gathered less lack nothing. And those who gathered too much they didn't lack either because they they shared and they gave to those who didn't have enough so we are to 
share and give to others that none will lack nothing, but we're so concerned about only ourselves. Jesus Christ came into the world to save the lost. He came for others, not for himself, but many of us, when we get saved and, and we say we are walking in love and, and God, we're so selfish that we're only concerned about ourselves. I look at it like a neighborhood, you know, you living in a neighborhood, you're living in your house, you throw up a big fence and you put a big old keep out sign on it. You throw up a high fence, you make sure nobody can look in and nobody can come in and they don't know what's going on. And that's what we do in our lives as Christians. We throw up high fences. When we're supposed to be like Jesus with our arms open saying, come unto me, all you labor heavy laden and I will give you rest. We're supposed to point people to Jesus Christ especially in these times. People are, are don't have hope. People don't know where to turn and we have the answer. Let's point them to Jesus Christ. You know, I just wanted to come before you and give you some words of encouragement and drink some coffee with you. But don't be like Job friends looking at the hurt of others, looking at what's going on as well and turn your head and act like you don't recognize what's going on. Jesus was always among the sinners to the point that they called him a wine bibber, a wine bibber. They said he had a demon. <laughs> so let us go and reach out to, this, to the lost and especially our Christian brothers and sisters. Just pray my strength in the Lord. I will pray for you. I pray that the Lord will get you through these dark times, that his light will shine in your darkness, that Darkness won't be able to extinguish it. That his favor will surround you as a shield. That whatever you put your hands to do, it will prosper. That you will be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. Who leaves do not wither. I pray that the Lord would rebuke the devourer for your name's sake. That he would not destroy the fruit of your ground. That your vine would not fail to bear fruit for you. I pray that God's blessing would be upon your life tremendously that where sin abound grace much more abound and that its love will cover you that your eyes will be open that you will gain wisdom the Bible said we lack wisdom that we can ask for God he will give freely I pray that God will give you the wisdom to get through these dark times you know it's, it's bleak out here but our trust is in God our trust is in Jesus Christ. Just continue to pray that I may decrease, that he may increase, that he'll draw men unto him. And always remember, hey, always up. Hey, Nisi, hey, nephew. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Like the video, share this video, hit the notification bell so anytime I upload a video, you'll be notified. And always remember, hey, always up. Jonelinecast.store. You can find the best in Christian motivation apparel. 